Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high achieving and ambitious mid level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook. Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How's it going? How are you? How is, give me a one to 10 right now on your career satisfaction. I hope it is a an eight or above, but if it's not, hey, give me a holler and let's talk. I have extended the rate review and subscribe contest through 1014. So if you're listening to this in real time, you've still got a couple of days till five o'clock Eastern on Friday the 14th. So hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening right now. You get one entry into the contest if you rate it, you get two entries if you subscribe, and you get four entries if you leave me a review. Then what I want you to do, send me an email, lesa at exclusivecareercoaching.com to let me know what you exactly did so I can give you that number of entries into the contest. And the winner is going to receive a $250 Visa gift card. So I will reach out to you via the email you provide to let you know that you have won, at which time I will need you to give me your mailing address and I will send you an actual Real for Live Visa gift card in the mail. So please, please, please help me out, help yourself out and help out all those people out there that need the great content that I provide every week. So I recently answered a question in a group that I'm a VIP member of about how to do a 30, 60, 90 day plan. So I thought that was a really good topic for the podcast. This particular individual was already in the position and had to present something within the first, I don't know how long it was going to be, a couple of weeks, I think, for her new boss. I'm going to be talking about this as both a candidate presenting this to a prospective employer and as an incumbent who has just started the job. This is fairly common, I think, at the director level and above. So if you're a, you know, if you're a worker bee and kind of at a, a lower level, this is probably not something you've come in contact with. But certainly if you're a VP, director level, this is very, very common. And I'm again, I'm going to talk about it in both as the interview phase and then as you get the job. The purpose for a plan, I'm, and I'm just going to refer to it as a plan when you're in the interviewing phase is to show the hiring manager and other key decision makers that you understand what your priorities will be and you've given thought on how you are going to approach them. So you have done your homework, you've shown intelligence as to the requirements of the job and what will be expected of you, and you have a logical, reasonable approach to how you will get going, how you will ramp up. And it also really speaks to how you will assimilate yourself into the corporate culture. Now, 
when you are in the interviewing phase, they don't, they haven't given you all of the information about things like budgets, specific staffing challenges, kind of maybe some of the uglier underbelly of the company or the department that you're going to be working in. So the goal here is not going to be perfection. You are not aiming to quote unquote, get it all perfect, but rather you're showing that you have the broad brushstrokes and you have a plan of attack. You're not going to be one of the differences that you would see between being in the interview phase and being in the incumbent phase is you're not going to say things like, you know, meet with Joe Smith to discuss blah, blah, blah. It's going to be more like, you know, meet people at director and level above in these areas, right? So it's again, much more broad brushstrokes. The purpose of the plan when you're new to the position is to present to your boss a plan that kind of makes sure you're both on the same page. This is your opportunity to lay out, here's what I think I understand about my priorities and what you want me to do. And then he gets to shoot holes in it, ask questions, add content. So you are in concert with one another in terms of how you're going to progress over the first three months on the job. In either scenario, a PowerPoint presentation is going to be the way to go for your plan. And I'm going to give you some suggestions on how to organize the PowerPoint. If this is something that you know will be coming up for you in the near future, I would strongly recommend that you grab the show notes because this is all laid out in the show notes, what to do on each of these slides. And I think that'll help you quite a bit. This is actually a service that I provide for clients as well. So just know that that's available if you want someone to do this for you. Number one, you're going to want an intro page with your contact information. And maybe you have a quote or a philosophy that you operate by. And you want to adjust this accordingly, depending on whether you're a candidate or the incumbent, right? So, you know, you might put candidate for blah, blah, blah position if you're the candidate and you would put the actual job title. So adjust that page accordingly to whether you have the job yet or not. Your second page would then be your leadership philosophy and some examples. So we're we're starting at a macro level before we get down to more of a micro level. So what is your leadership philosophy? What are some examples of how that has played out for you? Third page, your vision for the role in the company and your specific position. So what do you understand the mission of that position? What are you being tasked with doing specifically in that first 90 days? Again, we're still at a very macro level here. Page four would then be a high level overview of your 30, 60, 90 days. So this should all fit onto one screen. So you might have I'm going to I'm going to actually read this out for you. And this is all comes from a, a kind of an outline that I, I gave to this woman who had the question about the 30, 60, 90. So for people who want to do it themselves, I have a resource that I can give them. So it might say 30 dash learn. So that's kind of the theme for the first 30 days. And here's what I have. Meet with partners, peers, internal stakeholders to learn the business and HR systems. This is an HR person. The goal will be to accelerate my learning process to make an effective and expedient contribution. To have a seamless transition in the HR role from existing HR manager to incumbent HR manager is to plan, stay on course while remaining agile. The 60 day would be assess. And here's what it says. Analyze the existing key processes to understand the performance of core, short and long-term initiatives by HR for operations. Identify opportunities for short-term and long-term improvement based on feedback from HR director. 
notice these are all very broad macro level brushstrokes. And then the 90 day is optimize. And here's what it says. Identify opportunities for improvement, potential process or program improvements. Use existing or, be or begin building HR scorecards to measure strategic alignment with business operations. So that's all on screen four. Screen five is when you then go into the details on the 30 day. So that's your learn in, the, in this case that I've set out. And then what are the specific bullet points that you want to accomplish in that 30 days? What are some measures? You know, what are some specific activities that you're going to be engaged in? Then screen six would be the same thing for the 60 day. And then screen seven would be the same thing for the 90 days. So the next three, so you've got one screen where you've got an overview of 30, 60, 90. And then the next three screens go into more detail for 30, then 60, then 90. Then screen eight would be measurements of success for each of those 30, 60, 90 days. And here are some examples. And I'm, I'm giving you just the 30 days one. So under learn, Begin relationship building with HR director, HR staff, executive line, and union leadership. Learn HRIS systems, employee handbook, and union contract. Knowledge transfer pending ER issues and actions. Benefits and payroll learning. Understanding of ongoing HR projects, KP metric, and financial analytic knowledge. Talent acquisition process review training and development process review. So basically this client, this person who in this case, probably this one would work for either. This level of specificity, it's not too specific. So I don't know whether this person is in a coming already or they are applying for the job. But what we've done is said, okay, in that first 30 days, here is specifically what I intend to learn. And then again, you would have a screen for 60 days. Here's the specifics of that. And then the 90 days. And then the last screen, nine, the ninth screen would be a closing page. You could repeat the contact information if you're in the interview phase. You could say, thank you for your time. You could say questions, question mark, like whatever, however you want to wrap it up so it doesn't just end with the 90 days. And then you might also want to add one more page if you're in the interview phase. And I'm going to give you some examples for what this 10th page might be, but it may not be, it probably wouldn't be in the 10th slot. You would fit it in wherever it makes the most sense, depending on which of these things you do. So you might have a page that has two to three recommendations for you. So that could be pulled if you have recommendations on your LinkedIn profile, it could also be pulled from performance evaluations. Or you could ask somebody, hey, I'm applying for this job. Could you give me a give me a quote about my work performance? It could also be an embedded video that you've created with appropriate text on the page. So you've done a little video so that, you know, if you think about you're in the interview phase, they're going to be interviewing multiple candidates. It gets your face back in front of them, your voice back in front of them. It really humanizes you as they're making their decisions. It could also be a link to publications and presentations with appropriate text on the page. So if that's an area where publications and presentations can be a differentiator for you, maybe you're in a more academic career field, that might work. Another one could be a case study with either actual pictures or stock artwork where you have maybe solved a problem that's very similar to the kind of problem you are being asked to solve at that company. And then something else that you believe would be useful. So think about your work, think about your brand, your strengths. What else might you want to provide if you're in the interview phase that could really be the differentiator?
And then one more is it could be kind of a side-by-side comparison of what the company stands for and is looking for and what you bring to the table. So it would be a two-column situation where, you know, you really are going down the line with what you see in the job description and or what you've been told in the interview thus far. And then, you know, it's it's almost like a summary. Here's here's how I match up to those things. You're looking for someone with an MBA. I have an MBA from Harvard. You're looking for someone with seven to 10 years of experience in X. I have 12 years of experience in X. And then one final note, if you're in the interviewing phase, I recommend creating a template for your plans so you're not starting from scratch each time. So you're using the same font, the same PowerPoint layout, and your some of the screens could be the same. So, for example, your leadership philosophy, your cover page, maybe your back page, maybe the broadest brushstrokes of your 30, 60, 90, the ones that's all on one screen, that could be very similar and you would just tweak it a little bit. So the point being, you want to save yourself as much time as you can and reuse as much of it as you can. So I hope this has given you an idea of why you would want a 30, 60, 90 and what how you would go about creating it. And keep in mind that even if they don't ask for one, it would almost certainly work to your benefit, probably heavily to your benefit, if you went and did one anyway. So if you have any questions about that, if anything, if you want to shoot me an email, I'll be glad to answer your questions about 30, 60, 90s. And otherwise, feel free again to check out the show notes with the specific layout for each page that I'm recommending. And I hope this has been helpful and I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.